Hello and welcome to The Soundline. As always, I'm your host, Emmett Ross. So guys, welcome to the first um episode where we're back on schedule. We're on the Tuesday Friday schedule. Um like we were previously. I'm not sure previously, but that's the schedule I'm going to go with um now. So Tuesday Friday schedule. Look for those new episodes coming out. Uh you should re- you should receive a notification, but if you don't hit the subscribe, you can follow me by hitting the subscribe button on whatever listening um app you are using uh or website so what um what we're doing today first we're just gonna recap the julio jones trade which happened on sunday morning um he went to the titans i'll talk about that in just one sec um and we'll take a short break and then we'll go into um uh, NBA playoffs that is currently going on, and I'll kind of give my predictions for each series on who I think will win and um, how much they'll win by. So, first thing on the agenda, let's go to the Julio Jones trade. Um, that happened on Sunday morning. Yep, I'm that's correct. Sunday morning, uh, he went to the Tennessee Titans. The Atlanta Falcons received. Um, a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 um, fourth round pick. The Tennessee Titans received Julio Jones and they also received um, a 2023 sixth round pick. So I, I think both teams won this deal and here's why. The Tennessee Titans they got a really good quarterback, which just adds on to their monster offense already. You got Derrick Henry, Brian Tannehill, AJ Brown, and now Julio Jones. This it's just too good, and um, it's really important too after losing Corey Davis and Johnny Smith in the offseason, which are two really important parts of their offense. That's like wide receiver number two, tight end number one. So Julio Jones really adds a lot um to Tennessee offense that lost a lot during the offseason, and um, so they got a really good wide receiver, Julio Jones. He's been one of the best tight end, tight ends, wide receivers for the last um decade, and still is. Um, and and they got a pick. The pick helps. Um, where the Falcons received, um, they got they got a couple of picks. Not, but that's not the best thing. The cap space that they received is so much because over the next, um, I don't know how many years, uh, they would have had to pay him. 20 to 30 million every year. And that was a, that's, he's, um, 
the second that's the second most on the team after Matt Ryan, the cornerback. Okay, and um he actually this is related. Julio Jones uh, selected number two uh, to our number two for the Titans um, after choosing not to run number 11. Let's continue with what we were saying. Um, the Falcons, the cap space was insane. They're in a really tight cap space. They're, um, I think, just around $0. And um, they that's why they didn't spend anything in the offseason. Uh, it, it really helps the cap situation. Plus, you know, you have Calvin Ridley. He was ready to be wide receiver number one. He was like, it was like having two wide receiver number ones on a team. He had a breakout season last season. He should be great. Um, What concerns me is the Falcons don't really have a number three wide receiver right now. It's currently Russell Gage as their number two receiver. Maybe they can use his cap space to get another wide receiver. Or address three offensive line. You know, they have a weak spot at center, left guard. Maybe they can address those. We'll see. Um, but they freed up cap space in order to get some more things that they need. I don't think Russell Gage would be a terrible number wide receiver number two. We'll hope he can be productive. Um, we'll see how that goes in Atlanta. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's the end of the first half, actually. Um, on a different thing, Aaron Rodgers... Um, I hope on Friday's episode we'll have a little more information on him. Um, there's not been a lot of trade rumors, other than he's not he's not going to mini mandatory mini camp, which means um, it really shows that he'll probably be traded or he'll retire soon. I'm guessing it's going to be traded, but who knows? He could definitely retire. But I hope on our Friday's episode that we can get more information out to you guys and we'll be right back with our NBA playoffs right here on the stat line. So guys, welcome back to the stat line on this fairly short episode. Um, so I'm yesterday. I think um I did NBA um series predictions um on my website. I'll put the link in the chat if you guys want to go check that out. Haven't done it, I guess, since Monday, but that's my first one in a while. I'll try to keep up with it. Do it maybe once every one or two days. Um. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. Let's get started. Our first one. Uh. Series number one. We have Atlanta Hawks versus the Philadelphia 76ers, which are currently playing. But I'm sure will have been done by the time you are currently listening to this podcast. And Atlanta is currently leading one to zero. My prediction is that the Hawks will win it 4-2. Do 
This might seem kind of weird considering that the 76ers are a number one seed and the Hawks are only a five seed, but um, MB, uh, Joel Embiid has uh, his right knee is injured, and I just don't think that he'll be that um good this series. Or he might not even play a lot. He Anyway, he won't be at 100%. I think that that's going to badly hurt the 76ers, considering he's the best player. And they're only 10 and 11 without. Um, that they're, they're 10 and 11 without him. The Hawks on Trae Young, um, they'll be able to put up enough points anyway. Whereas if Embiid wasn't playing, I think that they still stand a fair shot. And series number two, Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. Brooklyn leads one is uh, currently two to zero. They played yesterday. When I wrote it, though, it was one zero. Um, I think that the Nets now in hindsight probably four to two. Um, maybe I still think that. Um, and on the website about four to three. Um. I think I like Giannis and just the Bucks big guys, but I think that James Harden and um, Kevin Durant, um, Kyrie Irving, you know, all, all the guys on the net are just superstars. And I, this is just a case where the Bucks, I think most 10 years ago, they would have won the championship, but like they're all these super teams. And it's just kind of like they're just being manhandled by a super team. I think that if the Bucks were playing maybe um, the Nuggets or the 76ers, that they would win, definitely. Um, and Series 3, we have Clippers against the Jazz. Um, they haven't played yet. My prediction is Clippers 4-2. I have a feeling that Clippers will pull this one off um, last year. You know, they were, I think, winning 3-0, to 3-1 to one or something like that, and then they lost to the Nuggets, I think, or, yeah, Nuggets. And, um, but I think that this year they'll be able to pull off um, series when they're the underdog or when they have a lead in the series. Um, plus, the Jazz, they, they aren't that good in the playoffs, um, at least in the past couple of years. Uh, a prediction is that, Paul George, he will have two games with 30-plus points and, and 10 assists. Um, so that's why my prediction goes to the Clippers. Also, I, I really just like Kawhi and Paul George. I just like that duel. Um, and the last series, before we wrap up this very short episode, um, we have the Suns against the Nuggets. And um, when I wrote it, uh, they haven't played yet, but currently they have. The Suns are winning 1-0. The Suns, um, I have them winning 4-1. I honestly think that the Nuggets are the worst team still left in the NBA playoffs. Um, I, I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I just think that they are the worst team left. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to come overcome Devin Booker, who I think will have a 40-point game and a 30-point game. Um, and call um and um. I don't think that they'll be able to come um Chris Paul either. Um but I think that the Nuggets are good enough to at least get one win. Um and if my predictions are correct, the Suns will play the Clippers in the Eastern NBA Finals and the Hawks and Nets will play in the Western NBA Finals. Um on my next post, I will recap that and see how I did.
But other than that, uh, I think that wraps up today's show. And um, don't forget to check out my website in the chat. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on whatever you're listening to me on. Um, you guys can send in mail to thus, thatlinepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for tuning in to today's show. Satline created by Forest Hughes Consultant, nurturally managed by Oscar Ross.